So, guys, thank you very much for joining us for this bonus episode. Uh, if you haven't already, please go and listen to episode 75, where George and I gave our spoiler-free reports of Guardians 3. Um, we wanted to talk about some specific elements of the plot, so this is a spoiler warning. If you haven't read the title of this podcast <laughs> and you haven't seen Guardians, please come back after you've seen it. We want to just share some specific details about the plot, what we liked, yeah. what we didn't like, where we think this whole thing is going. Um, but yeah, sort of straight into... The ending. Yeah. Um, how did you find it? You said you really liked. I it really liked review. every single way they wrote the character's conclusion. I like the fact with Quill and Gamora, you don't have this resolution where they rediscover each other. Yeah. They I accept, realized quite early on they weren't. Yeah, gonna they weren't going to do that. And it wasn't going to be like the eighties love tunes. No. And here's what we did to save you. No. And it's, it's this like, idea that like you know he says like you know you're not the person you were, but the person you are yeah. is also perfect. You are still growing. And what I like, and probably the only reason that Sylvester Stallone is in the film. He represents her, her family. Yeah. So the film's obviously she goes back to the Ravagers and she's welcomed. It's like welcome home. And it's like, oh, she still has her family. She yeah. still has her place. It's just not the Guardians this time. There is a really dark undertone where, you know, Peter Quill is, you can tell through the whole film, like he's not going to lose Rocket. He's lost Gamora. Yeah. He's lost his parents. Yes. Like he is not willing to let Rocket go. This is a moment where we really think Rocket is gone and they yeah. didn't make it. And Peter Quill is like a really dark yeah. place that we've never really seen him before, except mm. maybe when. Uh, Gamora dies yeah. and, and he's just completely um, he like screams and there's this real moment of darkness yeah. and I just thought that's a really smart I like to do the little joke he is like that's you know what the, sorry the point I made yeah. about in the main review about there's so much has happened to these characters you have to carry that baggage and mm. use it in a way that works it's like yeah. so much has happened to Peter Quill this is how you use it and make that character feel really relevant in this yeah. movie I think sometimes Star Lord has come across a little bit annoying, and yeah. like in, especially in Infinity War, and, and he but, like causes the problem. But that's but he admits <laughs> he that. So he makes jokes. Oh, then I would temper and punch Thanos in the face. And yeah, like, kind, kind of kill, kill, kill half the universe. Half the universe. Um, uh, yeah, that's so. I loved that. I loved um, the whole Rocket arc was great, and like, the bits of gruesomeness I'm talking about when he scratches the. Uh, the guy's face, then the high evolutionary, and then it's revealed. Yes. And then he's got that horrible Harvey Dent yeah. like eyeball. Oh yeah, it really was. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's nasty. Um, the, the whole thing with Tooth's floor and Nyla, and, and like the, the moment when he's been carved up for the first time. And he's in oh, this horrible, this horrible cage yeah. with nuts and bolts, and he's just—you can tell like he's just shaking violently from pain. And Lila's like, "Does he have words?" Because they, they all know yeah. that they come into these things with words. And he's got like a shaved scalp yeah. with stitches. And the first word he says is, "Hurts." Yeah, and it just completely breaks your heart. And, and the CGI animators know exactly oh, what they're doing. They can't the can't zoom you in. Sure with it the is the Paddington. Eyes. The Paddington so eyes. The Uncle Pastuzo. Uncle Pastuzo. Um, it just breaks your heart. And the fact that, that these, these these characters all yeah. sit together and they give each other their names for the first yeah. time. And they dream of like going up to the yeah. stars. It's it simple. Just, I saw the death coming from a mile away. And yeah. the, the scene in Purgatory. Oh, yeah. When like Lila is welcome yeah. and you see Tooth's yeah, floor. Yeah. And he just goes up to her. It's like all he ever wanted was to just like be across the stars yeah. with them and oh. then she's like that's why i thought he was gonna die i was yeah. like if, if rocket goes and, and peter quill never gets him back and he learns this lesson that maybe yeah. he was never meant to get rocket back because like loss is a consequence of that's why i was like come on go yeah. for it it is still a family blockbuster and when lila's like not yet yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Ask <laughs> and it's quite interesting in a modern film to do a real purgatory scene like yeah. really we're gonna do between the, the yeah. worlds of, of of heaven and heaven and yeah. our reality but and then you're just gonna get sucked back in i i i really liked that i love um when, when sorry when rocket uh when they get attacked and rocket tries to unlock them and he shoots yeah uh, and he, he doesn't get hit and then he just turns back and he just sees tooths and yeah completely killed yeah and just no heartbreaking the um I, yeah so the, the whole handling that is great and i do like the fact that like 
at the end, this sort of Guardians element that he's now the captain. I love that. Yeah. I, the bits of Groot I loved. Groot obviously has a, has a visual arc. Yes. And now he's the swole version. But I loved the hiding the guns inside his torso. Fantastic. And that moment where he and do the back yeah. to back, but he's got Brilliant. eight vines doing And the kaiju things. moment. But the bit where he jumps out and he grows wings. Oh, yeah. oh I was like, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. Great. Brilliant. Uh, loved, loved that. And actually, that's my point. I love that bit of it where it's like, him and Quill over there. You've got Nebula down there. Nebula not annoying in this film. Oh God! Uh, yeah, I sometimes she's quite review, annoying. Um, I really loved Karen Gillan's yeah. Nebula, and everyone felt like a really fully realised. Uh, I really enjoyed all of them. Uh, yeah. There was no one else. Like, they're kind of Nebula's a little bit moody and, and a little bit dour. She was lovely. And singing like Mantis. Like sometimes I've always been like, why are you here? Because you can't. You don't really have a power. You can kick people, but like you were there because of ego. But yeah. now. She brings so much. The, the, the empathy really is really important. Yeah, really useful well. character. And uh, and she is just a great presence. And and, and Pom Clementif is just so funny. Oh, as a really so good. good. Dave, Peter, Dave, what are you doing? Dave, Dave Batista is oh, so funny. Yeah. Like, no one can give him enough credit for just his delivery. And he's got his own brand. Or, like, he's really made that character his yeah. own. And I can't imagine anyone else yeah. doing that character. He's just brilliant in yeah. it he's really and it's all in his eyes and just yeah oh, just like the stone cold delivery and, like, and, and you know and chris pratt, and chris pratt as you're saying yeah chris pratt uh, excels as, as Starlord. i really wish chris pratt could have played nathan drake in a proper uncharted film he'd be oh, perfect for it and right, i think yeah. the reason he hasn't done it is because he's doing a very similar role yeah. as peter quill but that is he's just nathan drake right. through and through and all i did like I've got a plan and the plan's going to go this way, but we all know it's not yeah, going to yeah, go yeah. that way, but all the guardians coming together to make it work is always really funny. The, um, the thing with uh, um, Adam Warlock as well, like the, towards the end that I was like, what I, he's indestructible and what's going on he gets stabbed Define through the powers. center at the beginning and then he gets blown up and he gets and i'm like because uh, uh, every time there was like really serious stakes i was like oh my god i think that rocket's gonna get killed because yeah. trying to save people and then like uh, will porter will walk in in his pants and i'll yeah. be like oh what are you still doing in this film i think there's a problem with vague invulnerability if, yeah. if a character is invulnerable to damage it needs to be really like discussed and a part of why they're there i yeah. think if someone just t- turns up and they can just take an infinite number of punches yeah it's kind of just a little bit boring and well i'm never really worried about it. but i also i did enjoy that uh scene at the beginning where he arrives and each one of them has their turn fighting with and him Groot, when he when he when he's yeah. like hurt racket Groot really like yeah. tries to fuck him up he's like yeah. that's my boy and yeah, he, like, yeah wraps him up and tries to choke him in vines yeah. and flies off and Groot really sort of and i love and even like um i mean like i don't remember cosmo the dog being in <laughs> no, guardians but, so but even like cosmo the dog and craglin have this like <laughs> scene towards the end of, like their arc gets wrapped yeah. up with the, the she's the called a bad wand. dog and she just cannot take yeah, it yeah. So and good. i don't know and like the scene of like the animal rescue at the end i, I was just oh, like you gotta so do it gotta do my it. girlfriend was laughing because then you have this like whole menagerie this whole zoo like everyone's running with the birds <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. then, then, like, like, like 12 raccoons <laughs> and then, like the he jumps on the woman's face. That's what I, uh, yeah. Enjoy. I, thought, I, I know what you mean about, sorry, what you were saying before. I know what you mean about the, the death thing of like Quill, like freezing like out that space. that moment with Quill where I go, has Quill really got anything left to be? If the Guardians are, like, I really do feel like yeah. what the Guardians were is kind of lost. Everything has changed now. He has been able to save his friend. It may, it could have worked, like thematically yeah. for Peter Quill to die. So when you tease me two hours and 15 minutes into your film, that's all about letting go death, goodbyes, really sort of yeah. making a, a statement for what you fight for. He's not getting back Gamora. He's ready to, he's actually ready to die. Yeah. And then you have this whole moment, like you really sort of go for it. Pete, like, holy shit, Peter Quill has given Raccoon his last witch, which is saving all the animals and he's not made it. And he's running, he's running and he's floating through the vacuum of space. 
and it, you slow the camera, you slow the music, reactions, and then he doesn't. I'm a little bit annoyed by it. I think, and but, I could tell he was going to be saved pretty quickly. But I, I think, although he didn't die, that is that's him being like, I need to retire. That's his retirement plan kicking in. That's when he goes, I need to go back to Earth, hang out with my grandpa, who's played by the same actor he was in the first scene of the Guardians in 2014, nice. which was a nice touch. Doesn't look 95. <laughs> no. He looks about 75. Yeah. But like, sure. I will say, uh, I know it's a it's a Marvel film, and you know, the, the science is science. They, they probably need to def better define how the laws of a vacuum in space work. Well, because there was a moment yes. where Adam Warlock just they're in they're in the vacuum of space, and Adam Warlock just flies straight through the windshield of their ship. And they're not sucked out. Everyone yes. can breathe. But I, what I will say is that the Guardians are, con those films are actually consistent in their own illogical rules about yeah. that, which is that like you can float through the vacuum of space for a good and 30 you get, seconds you, before you dying. You don't implode and immediately no. turn to pace. You just get pustules. Yeah, which you, you, get, you just get, yeah, you blow and you get a little bit frozen. You get a little bit cold. A little bit cold. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Did you not like it when he's floating through, sorry, and, and Groot tries to stretch I out like his hands? I like that. Yeah, that's so again, like Groot does the thing that like, why wouldn't Groot just reach out and then his, his vines freeze? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna kill him, but. No, he's the only one who's coming back as well. At the end of the yeah, film, the, the legendary Star-Lord will return. Will return because I thought we had a very cool... Um, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, yeah. I thought we had a very cool moment when, even though I felt like the film was dragging by that point, which I mentioned in my full review, when the Guardians do come together at the height of their powers... In the corridor. ...as friends, all using each other's powers and strengths in that corridor yeah, fight scene. loved it. it. I think that was definitely shot on IMAX in large format in yeah. wide, and the cat, it's a one continuous shot all the way through. Vines, this, yeah. that, it's just brilliant. Uh, that, that was the point I was like, I'm having a great time with this film. Yeah, I'm I'm time. really enjoying it. It's Despite really Mr. Fun. Draggy Dragasim over there. I, find it, dragging, <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is a, I'm having a, I'm having a really good time. So, uh, and yeah, I just think it was a really satisfying conclusion. And I'm, 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 I'm really glad that James Gunn is basically saying to Marvel, you know, you have to end some of your stuff. Yes. You, you think you can't, can't have it run on and run forever. on and run on. Otherwise it becomes a soap opera or a telenovela. Right? I'm interested to see, um, you know, looking forward what, part they have in an upcoming Avengers film because I think I wonder if you do unite them in the same way you did for three for three and four you play you did that trick I, I is this yeah. about new characters I, I know Fantastic Four is coming I think that the only one that's going to come back would be Peter Quill because mm. just judging by the credits that I think they've left those characters now I also don't think that a lot of those talent will want to do anything without James Gunn involved. I know what you mean. I think they've all said, that's it now. We've done it with we've done it for James. And three films. Half of those actors are gonna go over to DC and work with James Gunn yeah, over I there. I'd be surprised. The yeah. Pompkin has basically said that and Had Sean Gunn's his brother, so why wouldn't he? Yeah. And a half the, a lot of the people in Guardians Three were James Gunn's friends from um the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So um yeah I uh I I I I think it'll just be Peter Quill and it'll be like him on Earth coming out of retirement kind of thing. But I've mentioned this pet peeve before months ago about um, pretending your character is about to die and then saving them at the last minute. I find that very annoying, and they did it twice in this movie. So, yeah, so you build up. But it with, comes to the territory. No, no, no. Like, like you either save your character. You either like have them be saved. Like I don't like it when films do this thing where like the character's running, they're trying to make it, and they fall. And it's like the music and the stops and you get reaction of someone who's dead. Reaction of someone else. Oh my God, they're dead. Reaction, somber music comes in. And then someone lifts them up and they're saved. Yeah, but- I find that really, really annoying. Like, because when this film is the tone it has, I'm like, oh wow, they're going to be bold. They're going to do that. 
they're going to get rid of that person. I love how brave it's being, consequence. And then you do that twice in your movie, it does annoy me. Because I, I can see it coming. I'm like, he, they're not dying. They're going to they're gonna trick you for six... I just yeah. think it's really cheap. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, so, so again, you know in Avengers Infinity War, when Thanos guts Tony Stark right in the torso, and there's this moment where the music stops, the audience goes quiet, and everything goes quiet, and Tony Stark is like... And in, and in No Way Home, when Tobey Maguire gets stabbed as well. Yes, yeah. Nothing had no it consequence. It really annoys me. Like, kill Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Kill Tobey Maguire. But, He's dead. But James, but you, 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 no, 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 let no. me finish my point. The, the, the audience goes quiet. I'm there watching Infinity War being like, holy shit, they're killing Tony Stark. What a great way to set up the revenge quest of what Endgame is going to be. And then, even though he's been stabbed through the organs, he just goes, oh, nano, nano stitches, I'm fine. Like, why have that moment if you're not going to kill him? Because it keeps you suspended. I'm not saying, the thing is, it might not be working for you, but you and I have both seen those videos of, of audience reactions to stuff. Online, <gasps> and you can, yeah. yeah. <gasps> you know, people do react to that. Suspense, different, yeah. I think maybe for you, that's a personal thing. I'm pretty sure that Kang is probably not the big bad. I think the fact that the first Avengers film of this next couple, the first one's called Kang Dynasty, the second one is called Secret Wars, I think Kang is going to be disposed of in the first one, and there'll be another villain that we don't know about that is in Avengers 6, and I think Bold it's going to be uh, Victor Von Doom, Doctor Doom from Fantastic Four. Because oh. he, is, he is a threat that is known to be Avengers-worthy, and I think with the Fantastic Four, that there will be a greater plan above Kang's. And I think Kang is the villain of the multiverse. It's building that house of cards quite high. Yeah. Fragile to do that. It's my theory. Because Kang Dynasty is going to be like, I don't know, like you just look at the titles. Mm. I feel like that's Kang's movie. Is Secret Wars though about like scrolls? Yeah. Uh, no, that's Secret, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. What's the other? What, is Secret, Secret Wars. Is, it is called Secret Wars. Secret yeah. Wars. Now you're making me doubt myself. Secret Wars. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we're being. I feel like we're being uh, misled. <laughs> Guys. Anyway, that was the spoiler discussion of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. If you've seen it, as we said in the main episode, let us know. Did and you like? Haven't actually like caught it? our full spoiler-free review. Please go and we share many more opinions about our thoughts on the film. Thank you for listening. Oh. Don't forget that we post a full episode of the show every single Wednesday. So catch up for that. Just forgot to say. Sorry, two more things. Guardians, oh. Guardians wise. Again, great soundtrack. Yeah, always good. Uh, moving away from the prog rock of the 70s into like modern age. Yes, we've got some early noughties towards the, the end. If you, throughout the film, it starts in the early 70s, but by the end, it's in the early, late, late noughties. There's moments he like scrolls through, almost like an I, a sort of space also, punk iPod. the beginning of the film, the colours are very desaturated from the Guardians world. Yes, they're, they're, yeah. Even their costumes are more dour. It's not that kind of like bright white, yellow world mm. we expected in the first one. Anyway, those are our thoughts. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.